podcast that talks about nothing. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, the show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan with me is Luke. How are you doing, Luke? And I am Luke. Yes, and I'm we here. Just, just uh, hot off watching the trailer for Violent Night. This Jay year's Robert. holiday hit. <laughs> the hottest movie ever coming to theater, maybe. <laughs> I hope so. You, I hope, are, yeah, I think it's in theaters. I Nowadays, you don't so. know. Yeah, it, it is hard to say, but yeah, I mean, theaters, where, where, wherever it is, I have to say, I'm I'm there. This yeah. looks tremendous. <laughs> it looks outrageous. Yeah. Um, That's the best thing about it. The funny thing is that, like, you know, in a lot of 90s Christmas movies, they had, like, a similar thing happening where someone would be offended because they made Santa too violent. Uh, it <laughs> happened in um, in Ernest Saves Christmas. Like, yeah. the person who was to be Santa was, like, filming a movie, and you're like, ah, I just can't curse or whatever. And it was like – and then uh, Tim Allen, the Santa really Claus. True to the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Right. No, it's not, <laughs> no, not even close. Santa Claus in a tank. Big. Yeah, but here we are. We actually have the real thing. But this looks so so fun. I was smiling. It's called Violent Night. Just, Violent I think Jordan Night. said it, but I'm just gonna reemphasize. It's called Violent Night and starring David Harborough. And I guess this is recent. I hadn't seen it before, but I think this trailer dropped recently. Yeah, today um, I think. So, go watch the trailer. If right. you never watch the movie, which I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, will not watch the movie, but at least watch the trailer. Right. It looks hilarious. Um, ultraviolent. I think it would be. It, it it might not be considered ultraviolent, but it's yeah. pretty close. If it's not, <laughs> it's I, at I least think very violent. It will be. It's like Santa Claus is John Wick. Basically, is what. Yeah. Is what they make it. it out to be. Yeah, it's. I want to be clear on my stance. I love it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm very it, excited. I, it, I love how it has like the classic Christmas song. I think it has like two different Christmas songs in there that are just so perfect. It feels like Christmas Vacation if you turn Christmas Vacation into an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> right, and and it seems Back like there's. Days, <laughs> like the a tinge of the Christmas spirit or whatever in there of like saving the little yeah, girl really and stuff. Cool. So it's like, come on, this is this is great. And it's it's like it's great to that. It's not like the killer Santa where it's like I feel like we've got that so many times. Like the killer Santa Claus who's like not you know I mean obviously he's killing people, but like the murderous like Santa Claus that's killing yeah. the children. Uh, yeah. it's not that. So Which is just it's too far. Right. That I just can't get behind, but. Yeah, defending is... a family from invading <laughs> like, SWAT force or whatever attack it, force. It's literally M4s and <laughs> yeah, it, it's literally John days. Wick meets Die Hard and Santa Claus, and I think that's obviously yeah. what they were going for. Yeah. And what, what else? Probably the most I've enjoyed a trailer in a while. Right, right. Oh my gosh, I'm glad. I'm glad you you feel that way because I remember looking at this and like, why is this giving me so yeah. much joy <laughs> watching so this? Funny. It's just hilarious. Absolutely. <laughs> great, great. <It's> we're <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're not in that holiday yet, but it's it's maybe gearing me up for it. Maybe it's like, I'll oh, oh. get excited, Jordan. Here it comes. It was 49, either, I can't remember if it was this morning or yesterday morning, but for us around here, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Especially for October in Florida. Like, 
doesn't get that cool around here. Even northern Florida, where we are, you know, we we get some 60s, but uh, we've been getting the 50s, and we've had some cool fronts. So, really changes your mood from the summer to the fall when you start feeling that and mm-hmm. getting some leaf falling, a little bit of a little bit of color. But we really, honestly, don't get much color till like late November, December. It takes forever here. Right. It, it's like. We only sort of get a winter, and it's mostly like you know. I don't know. I've seen some yeah. pictures up in like New England, and it's getting oh really pretty up there. It's beautiful. We went up to Boston about this time, uh, twenty eighteen, I think, and it was just gorgeous. And mm. then up to Maine, and oh, it's so pretty right now. You just pick the crab straight out of the straight out of the yep. seas. No, stick actually, your hand the lobster. Just, you lobsters, just rip the yeah. tails off, and you, right. know, you eat them all. They're right there, Party. ready. Take angels and falling leaves. Yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> wonderful place. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm totally in the mood to talk about, you know, what we're going to talk about later today with our, I, I guess, is this our, is this our Halloween special? I don't know. Yeah, no one will know. But we're going to tell about when oh. it's on the title of the podcast. <laughs> what am I going to do? Put a question mark, question mark, question mark as the uh, title? Do I mean, I haven't think, written it yet. Is this something you're going to want to listen to? I don't know. Click <laughs> at your own discretion. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it um let's talk about what we've been watching slash playing slash listening to luke uh, i've got to be honest i've what listened been listening to? i listened to what you told what you told me to listen to luke uh, nice. you, you sent me a text uh, oh. no 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 <laughs> the other thing no the other thing <laughs> there's so many um, jordan there's a lot this is off podcast you told me to listen to this estonia uh by richard edwards you texted this to me and uh, it's like it's only a couple songs. I haven't like branched out and listened to it, but I've actually returned to it, listened to this like a few times. It's beautiful. It's just gorgeous. So thanks for that. It's actually kind of like because I haven't listened to it in a while. Generally you're like, what did I my, send you? My memory. <laughs> you actually just sat on your phone. <laughs> you didn't mean to send me oh, that. Oh, because because it, it was Margaret and the Nuclear Sosos. That was one of the reasons I was like, oh. I don't know if you remember. It was like probably 2008 or 2009. We started Jeez, listening no. to them for a while. Oh my God. Yeah. I think Andrew told me about him and then I told you about him. It's very pretty. Maybe you never listened to them. You Maybe I didn't. Their, Maybe their, their, told their catalog. <laughs> I think I will because it's very nice to listen to. It's very, it's very this season too. Like uh, it really does kind of remind me of of like fall in this time of year when the temperature goes down a little bit. It's nice. I'm remembering now. I'm hearing it. Yeah. And I remember like thinking this sounds like Jordan. <laughs> this sounds like in the realm of William Fitzsimmons, which is yeah. Jordan's guy. <laughs> the bearded yeah, man. <laughs> um, trying to go back to what I was listening to. Um, there was a couple things, um, but I'll just cover two things. Um, one that I got really excited about. So everyone knows Miley Cyrus. She's lit the world on fire pretty much for a long time now. Um, but her sister Noah Cyrus is actually my preferred Cyrus. Oh. And uh, she's got a lot of stuff that I really like. And she, wow, this computer is so slow. I'm trying to bring up the song. <laughs> it's just like dragon butt. Um, but she came out with a song just like a week ago called Stand Still, uh, featuring her dad, Billy Ray. Mm. And it's really good. I really enjoyed it. It's 
pretty slow. I mean, kind of in that same vein as the Estonia song that you were talking about. Um, but it kind of talks about like just when you're going through troubled times and just like awesome. my grandfather told my father and, you know, like family kind of message and just like how life can be hard, but uh, you can make it through kind of thing. And yeah, she her, her songs kind of all center around that same kind of stuff. But hmm. yeah, that song's really good. And yeah, if you haven't listened to her. So this was actually on her album that she came out with earlier. OK, I don't. That's so weird when they do that. Yeah, let's release it later. In an album, and then they release another. It's like, come on, it's weird. Don't trick me. It's very strange, but well, maybe I, uh, it made me notice it. So maybe that's why they do it. Like, oh, we picked one out. This one's a good one. Maybe Billy isn't on the uh, the one on he the is, album. Though. Oh, yeah, yes. he okay. is. So weird. <laughs> that is weird. That is weird. So then. Strange. Um, yeah, it's really good. Um, but also. It's gonna take forever for me Ugh, to get your back. Computer. I'm I'm in the Spotify app and it's just like every click is just like painful. It's like two clicks away, but it's like I'm getting there, boy. Come on, crank it up. Computers um, are expensive, folks. The main, the main came out with a new song called "Box and a Heart," and if you know the main, you like the main. I do. It hits that main vein. Um. And if you Vain, remember, Vain. I did not mean to say that. But if you remember earlier, I talked about uh, "Loved You a Little" with uh, "Taking Back Sunday," mm-hmm. uh, that single that came out that I was just listening to on repeat that I really loved. Um, yeah, it just reminded me how much I enjoy the main and you know "Taking Back Sunday." And so, yeah, they they've been doing uh, the main's been doing a lot more things with uh, other bands like mm-hmm. having. Like mashups, this Ren for short. I don't know who that is, but yeah. So it's rare to see that. Like sometimes you'll have a song where like it's like featuring this lead singer from another band, but it's rare to see where a band featuring another band. You know, that's you don't see that too often. It's usually like that. Loved you a little. It's got to be my most played song this year. I think I listened to it like sometimes and and then the uh the acoustic version came out and it just it was so good oh some songs like i wish i had made this song because right. it just exemplifies my taste in music so much so yeah i always have a lot of music stuff honestly and sometimes it's more than even i have of watching and blaine music main just a lot of time to listen not as much time to play or watch Right. Um, it's just easy. The headphones in and just just jam out. Um, I think it's your turn this week. So, what you been watching, Jordan? Got a couple things here, but you know, they're on there. I have a lot to say about both of them. So here we go. Um, went to the theater and I went to go see um a movie in the theater. Um, I saw Smile. Oh, Smile Lord. though your heart is breaking. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> So, yeah, I mean, my expectations for this one, honestly, I, I was kind of in my mindset where I was like, this is going to be kind of like a silly kind of horror movie where I'm going to laugh a little bit. I'm going to go, oh, geez, you know, the people in this are so dumb and that's hilarious. What just happened? No. 
<laughs> this is actually pretty scary and extremely serious. I think the movie only had one joke and it was ridiculous. Like the joke that happened, I was like, why why even have a joke in the movie? You know, you have one <laughs> joke that appeared once and it stuck out to me like a sore thumb. I don't know why I'm not talking about that. But anyways, the, uh, the premise of this movie, it like uh, a therapist is uh, there's a troubled person who comes in to see like this overnight therapist. And uh, when she comes in, she's like, oh, my gosh, something's following me. Uh, like it won't leave me alone. It tells me things. Um, and it's always smiling. And then the girl smiles in a very unsettling way and kills herself in front of the therapist. And from then, the things that that lady describes start happening to her. Um, I can kind of sum this movie up and say, like, it's The Ring meets The Grudge meets It Follows. It's like the exact same, like, and now you have the thing or like, and now the thing's following you. You know, like, it's that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And everyone thinks you're crazy. (laughs) You know, which is, of course, a frustrating thing in horror movies, but it it makes more sense in this than it does others where it's like there's other movies where it's like, really, nobody is going to believe this person. But, um, yeah, um, I thought I thought it was pretty good. That's kind of where I land on this. It was it was it was scary for sure. But there's like stretches in the movie where like kind of stops. Like, you kind of forget that it's a horror movie for a bit because it, like, does the thing that it follows the grudge and the ring do where it's like, now it's time for the main character to start mystery solving and try to figure out the origins or trace it back, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And, um, it sort of happens that way. And, um, I'll say it was, a. There's a lot of jump scares in this movie, you know, like, oh, it's so quiet. It's really quiet. Loud freaking noise to scare yeah. the crap out of you. Um, Classic. Yeah, I mean, there's ones that are really annoying where it's like it'll be super quiet and then someone rounds the corner and it's like, hey, did you get those papers I asked for? You know, stupid <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Like Scream. Right. Scream does that yeah. crap all the freaking time. Uh, yeah. This movie has another type of false scare where they'll another way of scaring you with nothing where the, the scene transition scares you. And so like the person will just be coming in. It's super quiet. And then all of a sudden because she's taking a shower or because she opens a freaking can yeah. of cat food. And it's like, oh, my. Are you freaking kidding me? But... <laughs> There's not too many of those, luckily. Most of the scares in the movie are genuine. Um, there's only one part that I thought was so ridiculous, I did kind of snicker in the theater. Um, but, uh, shoot. Uh, it's Yeah, it was a pretty decent, scary movie. I haven't seen what like one of those in a while since, I guess, It Follows or whatever. It's probably a little scarier than It Follows. Um Mm-hmm. The movie's trying to say something about um, trauma, mm. it, but I, I I don't know. I don't know if the film even intends to come down and or like have anything to say as like a resolution at the end. It just just starts like it's like an allegory, I guess, but it doesn't really like. And this is your takeaway. I don't think it actually has one, which I'm fine <laughs> with. I hate. When especially like horror movies do this a lot, where it's like 
they'll put the allegory above the story. Like uh, Jordan Peterson, no, not Jordan Peterson, the, the commentator, Jordan uh, Peele has been mm-hmm. um, doing that a lot where it's like he'll, he'll almost sometimes put what he's trying to say before the story where it's like, well, yeah. I get what you're saying, but your story doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> you know, like I feel like the story has to make sense first. Um, yeah. but, but this movie smile, it's a little more vague where it's like, you're not really supposed to find out what the entity or what the thing is. It's, you know, you just, you just get some vague rules, but you don't like learn the origins of it or whatever. And sometimes I feel like that's for the better. Cause like once you learn what Samara in the ring is, um, it, it kind of right. makes it less scary, you know, like, oh, yeah. you're this girl with a yeah. name and stuff like this. But with this, you're like, I don't know what that is, you know, by the time the movie is over. Um, but yeah, I, I pretty good horror movie. Um, lastly, I only have two things to talk about. Um, Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, I watched this with Amber a couple nights ago. Um, and yeah, I... I thought it was pretty awful. <laughs> mm. I must say, I oh That's my gosh, I almost feel bad talk, talking about it this way because like I'm hearing a lot of love for it. I don't know if it's just like people who are like, whatever, I just want to see it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people who aren't, I don't want to think too much about it. I just want to see these characters back. I don't know. So I don't, I hate to poo poo on anyone's enjoyment. If that's the level you want to kind of enjoy it at, that is a hundred percent fine. But for me, Oh man, I just couldn't get into this at all. Like I felt like the, the main word I came away with was cheap in every sense of the word where it looked cheap. It felt cheap. The stories were cheap. Not what I thought you'd say. And I, yeah, I know. And I thought the humor was like they had put a lot of money into it. No, man. Oh, geez. Like, it's almost like confusing, like to where it's like, I know what Disney Plus movies can be. It's not like, oh, it's a Disney Plus movie. What can you expect? No, I mean, Chip and Dale looked great. It looked fantastic. Like Pinocchio, like, you know, even though I thought the movie was like fine, it was, it looked pretty good. Most of, for most of it. (laughs) Um, But this kind of looks more like almost is somewhere between that and a Disney Channel original movie. In ways, just like the green screen and the effects, and oh my god, the the human characters, or the you know the kid characters, dull as a board. Oh my gosh, like mm. are you kidding me? Like Max, Allison, and Danny weren't like the most interesting characters of all time, but there yeah. were archetypes that you like. They had personality. Good enough. You know? Yeah, they were likable. You wanted yeah. to follow them throughout the movie. You were rooting for them. These three are just, I can't really, as far as their characters, differentiate one from the other. They're just bland high school girls. And, I, <laughs> and man, and the way the ways the story goes, it's just, I don't know, it feels so forced, all of it. I, I hate to, like, think this deeply about Hocus Pocus 2, but Hocus Pocus had something going for it. I really do. I mean, yeah. like, it was... I, I thought know. there was a lot of cool things about There's it. There's some magic there, you know. Right. And I, I don't think it's too harsh for me to have some expectations for, for the sequel. Like, 
you had a template which had these were the things that were good about it it had like original jokes and it had likable main characters that weren't just the witch characters I mean, look at what they did with Top Gun. I think that's one of the best examples where it's yes. a movie that was a long time ago. A long, long freaking time ago. Right, I mean, even longer. One of the longest like sequ- like sequel, like the first sequel, you know. Not one that had like five sequels, but it, I think it's the longest I can remember where there's been a movie and then an actual second movie came out. It's just crazy how long ago it was. And, I mean, it's going to be one of the... It is right now one of the highest grossing movies ever. And so it can be done. I think it's just right. what I'm saying that it showed there. So, yeah. I'll say this, you know, I don't want to be too mean to this movie. The The main characters, I feel like they're having fun still. You know, the main three witches, I feel like they are having fun. They're cheesing it up like just like they were, but like they're not given anything new to do or to say and so it's like they're doing the same kind of thing you know it's like here put them in a walgreens and have them do the same kind of stuff and it's like the movie feels so slight too luckily i mean i feel like it's so short i feel like okay we're here we're there we're there and the movie's over you know and it's like it just felt so pointless by the end of it Uh, because like honestly that first movie it's funny to say, but it it had some weight to it, right? It did have some weight, right? You, yeah. Like when she was luring all the kids away, you're, you got a feeling like, oh, no, this is bad. You know, like they're in trouble. And like when they mm-hmm. take Danny, they're like, oh, no. You know, it's like after everything Danny and uh, Max went through, you're like, okay, oh, man, th- she means a lot to her, uh, to him. I hope they are able to get her back, you know, and the Thackeray Binks thing, there was just stuff to it, you know, and there was at times the witches were kind of scary at times, you know, when they came into the door and they're like cutting the screen door open with their nail. That was kind of creepy. That was a creepy scene. There was like a jump scare and, um, yeah, all that just poof. No, none of it. None of that. None of that stuff. And it, oh my God. There's a musical number that feels like ridiculously forced. Like, well, we had did it in the first one. Let's do it again, except it'll make less sense. Is that the and, dance till you die? Right. You know, the, I put a spell dance, on dance, you. Dance till you die. Right. And it's like, let's do it again. And it's like they did it to a song where like in the first movie, they come into the like that place where the parents are and the band on stage is playing that song they're they're playing it they're playing i put a spell on you and uh then they come in do and do their own little version of it it's silly but there's something there and then this one i don't give a f that i'm kind of spoiling this little stupid joke um and this one there they just take the stage and they just start singing out of nowhere one way or another i'm gonna find you and i'm just like what in the world you remember like we did in the first one yeah exactly except you're like how would we know this song and it doesn't make as much sense as to why we're doing this i'll say this at least there's a couple parts that I, i i chuckled at um but it's one of those things where it's just so overwhelmed by just lameness, laziness, and just kind of, for me, cringiness, where I'm, oof, I, no, no, just just no. I, I'm going to pretend it didn't 
didn't get made basically it's like no I've, i can't watch hocus pocus one this halloween because it's the the wound is too is too fresh but <laughs> next year i'll watch hocus pocus one enjoy it just fine and pretend that hocus pocus two just never existed <laughs> yeah that's just disappointing yeah, yeah, tremendously disappointed. Not upset, I'm just disappointed. Right, this was their chance. They're, they could have done it. I feel like, you know, there's... Bette Midler really wanted this movie to happen, and I feel, kind of feel bad because, you know, she... I don't think any fault of her own, she didn't write the thing, and she was doing what she was supposed to do in the movie. It's just, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, man, what have you been watching slash playing? That was a downer way to end my uh, recommendations, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um... Welcome to Flatch came back, so we uh, there's just the one episode out, but yeah, just continue to recommend that show. It's just a good interview comedy style show that's on uh, Fox, really in the same vein as uh, Parks and Rec and The Office, and it follows a cast of characters that are pretty unrecognizable. Um, what the guy from he's in The Enforcer and he was in American Pie. Um, He's like the only well-known name. I don't have the page up, so I can't. You, you know who I'm talking about. He's been in a ton of stuff, but he's pretty much the only one I know for sure. Um, looking up. Chris Klein? Sid Show. Um, no, oh, the... Uh, Sean William Scott? Yeah, Sean William Scott. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, he's about the only one you probably would recognize. I think all these other people... Probably will get a start, honestly, from this show. Um, you know, it's on a second season, so it's had some success. I don't know how um, much success, but uh, I hope it does well. Bethany and I both enjoy it as a nice little, like, 25-minute, just fun episode whenever there's a new one on. Documentary style. You know, what very is much it on? The same. It's on Fox, but it's on Hulu, you know, for streaming. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a... That's uh that's been going good. I'm excited that's back. Um, it had been a while actually since the first season. I think might have been a couple years actually. Really? Um, huh. Yeah, it's been a little while. Um, we've been watching. Well, it's more like I've been putting it on Seinfeld, and I don't know how far I'm going to get through it, but it's just one of those shows. I feel like it's a little bit of a blind spot for me, and you know, I I can't say I'm enjoying it as much as like the modern sitcoms like. How I Met Your Mother, or, you know, other ones in that same vein. But I want to give it a shot. So I think I'm about, I think the first season was only like five episodes. I'm actually in season two at this point. So I probably watched like eight or nine episodes at this point. And yeah, it's, you can tell it's a comedy of its time, but I'm enjoying it. It's, it's very different. You know, it's very different than the modern comedies. And you can tell they, kind of tread some new ground when it came to sitcom comedy um writing and yeah i'm enjoying it you know it is what it is everybody knows seinfeld it's a huge yeah. show and it burned the world down basically when it was on <laughs> back in the 80s and 90s um and you know since then many generations have been born and kind of moved on um or at least several generations have come along and and don't even know who Jerry Seinfeld is at this point, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, he inspired so many shows that have come now, specifically like How I Met Your Mother, um, that have done so well and people remember it. But anyways, yeah, so I'm watching some of that. Um, like Friends, it's another show where yeah, all those exactly. cast members 
will never have to work yeah. again and can be rich forever. <laughs> Cause and then you well, kind of had like stuff like The Office that kind of took the place of the old style sitcom yeah. with the documentary style comedy show, which I think is kind of a it's a newer trend. I mean, The Office what it came out in like 2006 or something, so right. not exactly new, but. It's kind of the more modern, you know, with Parks and Rec and you now Welcome to Fletch, and I'm sure many more I'm not thinking of at the moment. But uh, yeah, there's just a there's a nice evolution of comedy, and I enjoy going back and kind of seeing how things were and see if I get more enjoyment out of some of the older stuff. So yeah, not a lot to say about that, but I'm watching some of that. Um, show reboot, you know, there's new episodes, just yeah, just another one I would say, you know, hit it up. It's nice, light tone. <laughs> if you want to see some Johnny Knoxville, a little bit of Johnny Knoxville, you don't typically see from Johnny Knoxville. Watch that show. But the thing I've been doing the most that's kind of new is playing Deathloop. I, I've been playing it for a couple mm-hmm. weeks now. This isn't the first time I started playing. But, you know, right when I heard it was coming to Game Pass, I was got a pre-download and everything. And I just, between the Modern Warfare beta, Modern Warfare 2 beta that was like a week ago or something, and just to kind of pushed it back on the list of things that I got to do. But I've just recently, like the last few days, been playing a lot more of that. And I'm at a point now where I'd say I'm into it. There, there was a while there I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't care about this story so much. Um, I don't know if I'm going to keep playing it. There's some fun things. But now, at the point I'm at now, I'd say, yeah, I'm, I am pretty much into the story. You know, there's... I'm not big into games telling stories in video games. It's not really so much why I come. I, I need the gameplay to be something that I really enjoy. I'm not going to sit there <laughs> and have a story like told to me. It's just not my preferred method. I'd rather watch a show or a movie if I really want to get into a story and like have that art, artistic, you know, storytelling. Um, but this I get, you know, first-person shooter gameplay which is obviously very different from your normal like Twitch shooter or any of that because it's oh, yeah. you know it's not multiplayer it's not online any of those things it's it's very much just you trying to dodge and make sure you don't die from the uh, eternalists who are shooting at you and trying to hack you with the machetes and that's fun I enjoy that I enjoy that little loop of like coming into an area figuring out how to get through the baddies and then like finding documents kind of looting different things and figuring out the story and um, probably a lot of people don't know what this game is about, and I didn't quite know what it was about. But the the obvious, like, quick synopsis is that you're in a loop like Groundhog Day, like all the things that have come after Groundhog Day, um, and you keep living the same day. But there's a lot more to it than just that. And I, you know, my understanding coming into the game was, okay, so I keep living the same day. And I was thinking, is this some kind of arena shooter where I keep coming in the same day and I try to, like collect gear and i just go wild and no it's like it's it's a pretty deep story where there's a lot of caveats to how things work and there's machines and there's leaders and there's yeah i don't know how far you are into it but yeah that's super far <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm there's, probably there's a lot to spoil really um yeah and and i and i don't think i've gotten to a point where i even know anything that would really spoil it but there's just a lot of layers to the game and a lot to discover. And that's what I think has kept me kind of coming back to it. Both the fact that I enjoy that 
30 second, you know, minute long loop of like figuring out how I'm going to not die. And I got to hack through this camera and I got to hack through this uh, machine gun turret so I don't die. And then also discovering things and then figuring out. Yeah, I'm not going to go in. If I go into more detail, it's going to start spoiling some things. But there's a lot of things that you have to do to reach the goal of the game. And so I, I enjoy that it's a lot deeper than I, I kind of thought it was going to be. It's, um, what is it? It's not Obsidian. It's a Bethesda, but Arcane, right? Arcane, yeah. Arcane Studio, mm-hmm. um, who's under the Bethesda um, main name, or, or maybe they're right. under the, the umbrella. They do a Dishonored, right? Yeah, which I really did not like. <laughs> There's so many people that love that game, but I played that game back in the day on 360 or whatever it came on, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I do not understand this. I, <laughs> I don't know. I really didn't like it, but this this it. I'm enjoying better. It just there was something about the gameplay in Dishonored, but yeah, for some reason I'm enjoying this better, which I'm not sure why because it does feel a lot like Dishonored, <laughs> but for some reason I I don't know. I like it better, so. Yeah, if you have Game Pass, as we've said many times, you know, obviously check all these games out, and you may have already found it. But if you haven't, hey, you know, it's out. It's been out for a few weeks, so right, definitely worth a play. And uh, Grounded is out as well. They had their full release. I was playing some of that last night. Yeah, um, I've talked about this months and months ago. It was probably more than a year ago. What was it? Years ago, maybe when they came out with the like. It feels preview. like a long time ago since... It's the, been a long time. They've been working yeah, on it for a while. It's been in preview for a long well, time. Yeah. It is a lot. It's a lot different. <laughs> and I continued my save. And it's funny, like, I went back to the house that I created in the old preview game, and they had literally flooded the whole area. So oh! all my stuff was, like, underwater. <laughs> so last night I spent most of my time, like, collecting resources and, like, making, like, a raised platform and, like, putting, like, taking all my stuff out from underneath the water and right. putting it back up on this platform. And, oh, the mosquitoes, man, they're so annoying. They keep coming uh-huh. around and killing me. I haven't had to so face them yet. There's so many ways to die in that game. Right. There's spiders so, and there's so many ways. Mites and there's so many different spiders. <laughs> Amber's playing a lot of it, and I'm honestly surprised. I feel like I thought she was gonna get frustrated at how many like things could kill her yeah. again. It's like, oh shoot, there's a freaking spider, or oh, shoot, there's a coifus, or oh shoot, I'm freaking, freaking getting dehydrated. You know, like that. Yeah. There's like a countdown that starts, drink or oh die. My God. There's a, a weird thing that I hate, that in that game, if you're starting to get dehydrated and that countdown starts, if you, for whatever reason, if you're talking to your your robot buddy and you're in a dialogue tree, that countdown does not stop. It doesn't stop. Nope. But your death is prolonged. And if you press the start, it does not pause. Right. And so it's like once you're, <laughs> you're done talking, it's like, oh, Luckily, when you die, it's really not that big a deal, right. though. No. You just got to go find your backpack with your goodies in it. But <laughs> I do right. like that they did that because they knew people are going to die a lot in this game. Yeah, exactly. Did you just stumble into the wrong place and spider whap dead? Yeah, I'm out of st- I ran here, so I'm out of stamina. I can't run away. Yep. Spider has me. I'm dead. Yep. <laughs> Very much and so. And there's a lot more bugs, but the spiders are the scariest. Yeah, you just can't be too, like, yeah, as you said, like, caught up and not wanting to die because it's going to happen. I killed a ladybug, and that was, like, one of the 
biggest things back in the preview thing because they are hard to freaking kill. They're like these friendly little things, and then you hit them, and it's like boom, boom, boom. The music <laughs> changes. And they, like, right. They're, like, they're a neutral, uh, a neutral species. There's like aggressive, neutral, and friendly, or whatever. But there's so many resources. If you do kill a ladybug, you can make all this really? like armor and weapons, and yeah. There's like certain bugs that are really hard to kill, but if you do, you can make some awesome stuff. Make this larva sword. It's really cool. So with multiplayer in that game, because like I feel like you know it's a single I don't player know game. Anything but... about multiplayer? Right, because I remember that thinking seems so strange. Right, like like thinking about it, I'm like, well. You just gang up on the ladybug and it's like four times easier or like <laughs> exactly. what, what is the deal with that? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's so strange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> what you got, buddy? That's it. Let's get into the excitement. Anyways, yeah. Halloween, uh, it's that time of year. Um, you know, the interesting thing about Halloween, where where it comes to like watching movies or watching shows, um, I think the the pool is almost unlimited compared to something like Christmas, because like with Christmas, it definitely has to be about Christmas and during Christmas. But yeah. for it to be Halloween, it's debatable. Like it could be yeah. just a spooky movie, it could be a horror movie, it could be a Halloween movie. Of yeah. course, I have to caveat it with that exactly for the movies that I've picked. I have a lot of movies all over the place. Right. So do I. That are that are either in the fall, so they're pro- some of them could be in November, you know. Yeah. But it's just like that time of year, and yeah, it has that fall Halloween quote unquote. <laughs> time frame but yeah you'll see you'll see <laughs> i'm excited um why don't you start yeah. us off what's your, what's your first one jordan well do you I have kinda, a certain order to the way I, you i don't have an order but i have don't either <laughs> it's categorical i'll say this i have okay. these are my categories okay that i've put them in family friendly halloween movies that i like okay. watching on halloween i can later. categorize those on the fly so mine fit in with that um, and there's one Sounds one movie good. that has a caveat that's kind of a family movie. Um, I have one that I kind of just threw in here. Uh, I'm sure com- we cross over. <laughs> comic book ones where I'm like, oh, comic book ones to watch around this time. And yeah. then just like kind of scary movies that I like to watch during this time. And I feel yeah. like really like more than others make me feel ooh halloween you know what i mean more than yeah. more than others because i feel like there's certain halloween movies that you'll feel oh more halloween about more than like i don't know friday the 13th or something i don't know like but yeah um okay i can i can get started um one of the ones i have on my list is hocus pocus i'm not going to talk much about it cuz i just talked a lot about it but the original hocus pocus man it's great yeah. it looks like halloween it feels like halloween it's a halloween story it's great it taps into like what it's like a little bit being a kid during that time trick-or-treating you know and all your friends dressing up and it's it it really does kind of put you in that mood where it's like oh man this is just fun the fun kid 
um, the kid-like part of Halloween, which is like, this is fun. Like, the activities of the day on Halloween. Um, you go to that girl's party and she's like, has like all these adults over and they're <laughs> playing Halloween games and I don't know. And it looks super fall. It's like supposed to be in Salem. Um, yeah. and it actually looks like it. I don't know if it is, but it looks like it unlike Hocus Pocus too. Um, but yeah, and it looks beautiful and the leaves, the colors, that's a big part of it. Right. Um, but yeah, um, I'm I'll rattle off a couple real quick. Um, in my family section, Casper. Family section. Uh, Casper. Yep. I love Casper. Uh, the uh, I almost put that on mine, but I decided not to. So good. Yeah, it, it don't like it has a Halloween party in it. It is around Halloween. Um, and again, it has that same look where it's in like New England, and all the big giant fallen leaves, the music, and, and it's a freaking ghost. And it's a freaking <laughs> ghost. Um, yeah. that works. Right. And uh, I've put on here, I, I don't know, uh, just it, this is kind of an aside, Casper in general. There's one I used to watch as a kid because I had the VHS, and now it's nowhere. You can literally find it nowhere. I think it's probably on YouTube, but not in, like, an official sense. But that's fine because I it's nowhere else. I don't even know if you can freaking buy the thing digitally. Casper Meets Wendy was one I watched a lot. and But, yeah, you only find it, like, just on YouTube. Um, and real quick, uh, one that... I love. I it doesn't. It's it's not as much Halloween, but this franchise is super Halloween. Scooby Doo on Zombie Zombie Island. Mm. This is one I watched a ton when I was a kid. Oh my gosh! And I have super like big association with Halloween with this movie. So Scooby Doo on Zombie Island was a big deal. It was on. It premiered on Cartoon Network. It was like the beginning of the resurgence of scooby-doo like scooby-doo was just like 70s 60s 70s 80s thing and not really much in the 90s and 2000s but here came this movie um where it was like oh and it was like a big deal the, the mystery inks back together and this time the ghosts are real i remember being excited i remember being super excited and when i was a kid we were my church was having like this halloween quote unquote halloween fall festival whatever it was party and i remember saying to my mom mom i gotta get we gotta get home on time so i can watch scooby-doo on zombie island <laughs> and i freaking loved it and i still like it i think it's a good scooby-doo movie um animated um, but yeah, uh, so it's it, like a Halloween special movie based on the original show. Well, it's based on the original show, but this was like Scooby-Doo like wasn't really around very much. So it was, it's very much just like, here's a, an animated Scooby-Doo movie. And it's the first one that I can recall at least where it was like the big deal, the big deal about it was they go to this Island. They're all expecting, Oh, it's a guy in a mask and it ends up being real zombies. And they're like, Oh my gosh, it's real. Um, which is commonplace in Scooby-Doo like movies now, but at the time it was like a big deal and it was awesome. They had all these songs that I thought were awesome. I think one of them was by third eye blind. <laughs> Funny enough. Um, yeah. but man, I check it out if you if you, I think it might be on Amazon Prime. If like you're just in the mood to watch a Scooby Doo thing, which like it's super family friendly, obviously, but uh, check it out. It, it's it's a good one. <laughs> Anyways, Luke, you go. I have not seen it. It's Sounds good. Like something I should watch. It's good. It's, it's yeah. classic Scooby Doo. It, it, but it's I don't know, notch above some others maybe. <clears throat> so I was trying to go through my list here and. 
<laughs> figure out which ones are family friendly. It's like so many of them are like, uh, you know, maybe. I think Ghostbusters is probably the one I would say is definitely a family friendly movie. And yeah, kids watch. Yeah, it. man, it's just. I mean, it's been talked about a lot, but it's so good. First and second one, I I really enjoyed them both. I know that that's more controversial opinion, but I really love those first two. Second one's good. Um, it's fun. Yeah, not everybody I think agrees with that, but I thought they were both great. Um, but comparison to the, the enemy one, of joy, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's an amazing cast. It was a good enough story, and yeah, I mean the characters. The characters that were written for the cast fit each person, I think, so perfectly. And they just have such good on-screen chemistry, and I think that's what made it so good. The idea of a team that captures ghosts, that busts ghosts, whatever, sounds so stupid. And it doesn't seem like it would work. It's kind of like we talked about, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Right, right. On paper, that's the stupidest thing ever. And yet, you know, Ghostbusters is just... Obviously, it's a classic, and everybody know it and love it. And love I mean, it. Rick Moranis, Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, I mean, Sigourney Weaver. It just does it get much better. Does it really get much better? And I don't think it does. Not really. No. <laughs> it's just my kind of like scary movie where you know, obviously, it's a comedy, but it's just like it has scary stuff and it has a monster and everything, and it's just it's fun. It's just fun. It's a good thing for like older younger kids kind of like you're maybe like your eight or nine year olds maybe would be like the first time i'd be like i think i think you can watch this now i think that's the time i around the time i watched it i remember like it's like around that time where it's like it's okay to be challenged a little bit by certain things you need to be a little mature like a five six year olds probably too young I remember feeling like a little brave watching it and being like, oh, like yeah. the part in the beginning with the library, you know, like get her Ray yeah. and she's like, ah, whatever. I remember being like, oh, there's some stuff that's a little scary. Yeah. Right. Definitely. It's like a little bit scary. It's like scary for kids, which, you know, at a certain age, it's like, yeah, OK, you're, you can get through it, you know. Yeah. Um, and one that's yet again, probably a little bit. <laughs> Higher up in the like kid rating, maybe you're getting into like young teens at this point. It's Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah, I think you know if you have like another comedy horror movie, it's just so good. I know you're a huge fan of this. Love so, it. You know, I don't even have to ask, but yeah, if you haven't seen that that movie, it's just it's amazing. <laughs> what are you doing? Watch it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's not so much a Halloween movie, but it is a zombie movie, and so. Yeah, I think it it it, it kind of fits at this this point. Absolutely. Yeah. Simon Pegg is just this is like kind of his heyday. He's made a lot of great things over the years, but his whole like universe with these movies that he created, these comedies, this this is one of the best ones I think of of all of them. I agree. Um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> family friendly to a certain degree. <laughs> right it's not gonna i feel like it, i feel like if you were like a tween or something like that or like 12 or something and if you could get past the gore you're not gonna be scared you'll i think you'll you're at an age where you'd have fun with it i can imagine seeing it around that age and getting it you know like getting what it's about and being able to kind of handle it 
kind of along I didn't even have this one on the list but just kind of along that same lines while we're talking zombie zombie land would be another one we we talked about a while back about the sequel and how well they had you know kind of recaptured that same um fire spark whatever you want to call it um but yeah go back and watch zombie land while you're watching <laughs> Shaun right. of the Dead just two two great ones so yeah um I don't know if my other ones, my other ones are like, there's some ones on here that are perfectly appropriate for children, but I don't, I think it would go over their heads. So I think that's probably it for the family section of my movies. I have one that's like <laughs> on the cusp of it. It's, it's very rude is, is what I'll say. You know, like it's, it's eight, it's like super eighties, like the eighties kind of rude. It's very rude and crude, but, um, but at the same time, Seems like it's for kids. <laughs> I'm talking about Monster Squad. Yeah. I didn't see that when I was younger. It actually, it wasn't that long ago that I saw that movie. That just completely went under my radar up until a few years back. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, rented it from the library, I think, is where I first saw it, I think. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just... I think a lot of the crude stuff went over my head, honestly, when I was a kid. It's only when I was older. I was like, good Lord, where it's like peeking in on changing girls and like a lot of swearing and, you know, like stuff like that. Like Drac- bad boy behavior. They're bad kids, man. Bad boys. <laughs> Dracula picks up the little girls. Like, Give me that amulet back, you. And calls her like the little girl the B word. Like, goodness gracious. But yeah, Super Halloween. It, it's great. Monster Mash. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You you want to go? Your next uh. Um, the next category. I have like another category that's just like movies. It's more movies that are during the fall. Oh yeah. I wouldn't it. even say these are really Halloween movies. These are just movies during the fall. A lot of them happen up in like the New England area, um, and. Yeah, these are just some of my favorite movies. Whether it's fall or not, these are just amazing movies. Um, And one of them I had told you about a while back, and I'm not sure you ever watched it, but it's St. Elmo's Fire from 1985. This movie, I came away wishing I had a sequel to start watching. I just absolutely love Mm -hmm. this movie. It's just a nostalgia trip for... I mean, it's 85, you know, it's right in the middle of 80s style filmmaking and the cast is insane. So we have Rob Lowe, we have Demi Moore, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Andrew McCarthy. I mean, these are all the epitome of, you know, 80s actors. Um, Yeah, Uh, just so good. I'm looking through the cast again. Yeah, And, and some of these people, you know, you may not, remember them but you've been like oh yeah that 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 guy played the role in that thing and yeah so if you're a fan of things like uh the breakfast club you'll love seeing almost fire it follows a group of just really good friends that are kind of graduating from college and it's like the fall in new england they're kind of having their last hurrah as they graduate you know in the fall graduation ceremony and the leaves are falling and i want to say they're somewhere. I, I'm not sure exactly where they are, like Connecticut or somewhere up in that area. It's a Joel Shoemaker um, movie, and I think that's another reason I enjoyed it so much. It's just he's great good, direction. he's good, man. So, 
Yeah, you. A lot of people have heard the song. It was a it was a hit for a while on the radio, but the song's great. I love the song, but the movie was much better. So, I'm trying yeah. to find somewhere to see if it's streaming anywhere. It was somewhere. Um, it says HBO Max on IMDb. Hmm. Um, there it is. Yeah, so it is on HBO Max. The, uh, yeah, another one that a lot of people know, but. You might forget that it's it's a pretty fall movie as well. The, the leaves are falling. It's Dead Poets Society. Oh, yeah. Such a good movie. Another one that happens somewhere up in the New England area, I, I think. Per uh, the arrangement. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's got the fall colors. And, yeah, I think I think it might have won an Oscar for Best Picture. Something that was at least nominated. But probably... Robin Williams' best movie. Ooh. You know, he made a lot of great movies, but at least in my book, I think that was probably his best movie. And it's just an inspirational tale, you know, and it's just, yeah, it gets you that nostalgia. It was in the 90s, I think. Um, 89. Oh, okay. So just a hair before the 90s. <laughs> just a smidge. Yeah. So really good. Watch it if you haven't watched it. Watch Absolutely. it again if you have watched it. It's been a while uh, for me, so I do need to watch it again. Yeah, that's... Oh, my last one in this category, the, the fall category, is uh, Goodwill Hunting. Mm. Yeah, another one that I think, it, I think it won the Oscar for Best Picture. So I'm pretty sure it did. Well known. <laughs> um, the way that uh, Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck got their start. Um, but for good reason, it's a great script and it's right up there. It may not be Matt Damon's best thing, but if it's not, it's, it's in the list. <laughs> it is freaking up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely, for good reason, he got his start. And, and of course this is another Robin Williams movie and yeah, it's MIT. So it's Boston and you know, it's just like I said, you know, when you're up there in Boston in the fall, it's just it's magical with the leaves changing and the cool air. And it's just, yeah, it's a fun place. If you haven't visited Boston, I, I highly recommend it. And I think it's a great setting for a movie for sure, especially like there's something about like the intellectual <laughs> story. I think it, it works well in a fall setting. There, if you think of, if you think back on a lot of the movies like A Beautiful Mind, I think there was a lot of shots where they're like walking on the college campuses, the leaves are falling. It just, there's, yeah, there's just something about that. There's you can really wear those dark stuff. turtlenecks, you know, in that, yeah. in that weather. To... <laughs> he really is a thinker, isn't he? Look at those thinking, leaves. <laughs> He's got to, like, get all the blood pump into his brain with that turtleneck. <laughs> that's another one that's on HBO Max. So. Yeah, that's a really great It's a great get-in-the-fall-mood movie. Indeed. Yeah, how about you? Um, I have some superhero movies here, or, or at least yeah. comic book movies, I, I will say, um, if you don't want to classify them as superhero movies. Um, all right, first up, Constantine. So, yeah, this is uh, he, mm -hmm. Constantine, John Constantine, uh, the, of course, the uh, Keanu Reeves version, which, crazy, we didn't really discuss this, that that's getting a freaking sequel. Yeah, I was about to say. After all these yep. years. That's awesome. Constantine's yeah. a really fun movie, and it's got the spook factor going on. And so he's, you know, running around blasting demons. Um, <laughs> Hellboy. 
is another one where he's uh again mm-hmm. this dark horse comic um yeah the I, a lot of people you know these movies hellboy just kind of maybe bring them to mind as movies that are like yeah i could watch this around halloween if i want an excuse to watch a superhero movie that i haven't maybe seen in a while there's you got three to choose from the first two yep. guillermo del toro movies or the most recent one with uh what's his face and i honestly didn't think it was that bad um a lot of people say it's terrible i thought it was fine um next up uh the crow super like the like 90s never seen it it's pretty good um it's definitely has it's like cheesy moments or whatever but it's got that like 90s gothic style or whatever like but like he got this character he's a rock star and he dies and he comes back for revenge you know and he has superpowers uh, or super strength and he's kind of undead but he's not like a zombie he just is invulnerable or whatever um yeah and it's 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 gritty and it's i think uh it's during halloween i think like in this like almost post-apocalyptic or whatever it is not post-apocalyptic but i think it's like supposed to be near future and mm, it's kind of hard to explain like what it is but like they, they call it like devil's night or whatever which all the gangs in the city they just go around vandalizing everything and um that's where as one does yeah as one does and you know just <laughs> let's go out and just burn some stuff it's it's really really <laughs> bad kids right bad kids again yet again um but yeah i it's 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 like the purge except only half the community is participating in the purge everyone's being uh hassled by it (laughs) but yeah um there's a sad story behind this and like of how yeah yeah but either way great to watch around halloween it's a pretty fun movie it's especially if you haven't seen it it's one of those if you haven't seen it yeah put it on check it out um Lastly, for the comic book section, uh, Swamp Thing. This is just... This, <laughs> this one's a little out of the box, I guess. DC comic, of course. This movie was made in, like, the early 90s, I believe. Um, it's cheesy, for sure. And I'm really stretching here with the Halloween thing. You know, because you have the Halloween stuff to where it's like, oh, supernatural stuff. But then you have the Halloween stuff where it's like, no, it's a monster, right? And Swamp Thing is kind of yeah. like a monster, almost like a Frankenstein's monster or Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing, more along those lines. And uh, yeah, DC Comics, and uh, it's, a, it's a decent movie. I'm not going to sit here and say it's fantastic, but if you're looking, if the other three that I mentioned aren't doing it for you or you just want, you can't get enough Halloween sort of themed superheroes there you go swamp thing check it out <laughs> yeah i don't know anything about that one yeah just scientists uh gets turned into a swamp man the swamp <laughs> thing complicated story very complicated and he's got <laughs> and he's got some revenge to do and he loves this he loves a lady he loves this lady let me tell you i don't know what to say <laughs> it's swamp thing <laughs> I was just looking through my movies and like saying like what superhero movies could you watch during this time and I was like I own Swamp Thing and I was like yeah Swamp Thing there you go there you go 
He's sort of like a monster type. Anyways, um, what do you got for your next category? I have one more after this. Um, I have five more. Categories? Total movies. Total oh, movies. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I have one I have more category. More <laughs> um, my, my last <coughs> kind of grouping is kind of just movies that you pretty much would say they're Halloween movies, I would say. Or at least they're scary movies that are about scary things, so it fits with Halloween. Um, the one that's probably the first... Well, there's two that are probably the furthest from that, so I'll start with those. I, I've saved one as my last pick, mm. so stay tuned. And that last <laughs> one is my absolute favorite movie for this time of year. So that's coming soon. But Ooh. Signs, my... I I'd never think M Night Shyamalan ever achieved the same magic as he did in the first one. I don't know. Some people might disagree. I think Signs was just a great movie and I just wasn't a fan of so much of what he did after that. Um and you know, he's an original thinker, so you know, there's people are going to like it, people are going to not like it. But uh yeah, it just had a great cast, you know. Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix, Rory Culkin. Is in yeah, that movie. Um, the probably a lot of people don't remember that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, yeah, just a just a great movie. You know, obviously, he was a lot younger back then. Rory Culkin, so you may not recognize him for Those that. Those kids got a look to him, though, don't they? Like even Joaquin Phoenix, even Joaquin Phoenix is so much younger. Yeah, he's young. <laughs> but yeah, so good. So. Yeah. yeah, it's I, about it's about aliens. So I don't know. I guess it's Halloween. Oh, definitely, but. it's creepy, and it, I love that. Like, it's almost like a Twilight Zone episode. Like, kind of how yeah. it, it does a lot with little, it where it's like, let's just put you in the perspective yeah. of people who aren't like you're not like the soldier who like has to do something about it or whatever. You're not the president or some scientist. You're just yep. a guy, and you're having to like you're witnessing it. <laughs> Through like your it's family. almost like Cloverfield, but without mm. the shaky cam and a better story, a much better story. Right. Yeah. Science is amazing. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, I mean, Cloverfield came well after Science, so <laughs> whole different ball game. But uh, A Quiet Place is another one that I would say kind of in that same vein as Science, where it's really not Halloween, but there's freaking monsters. And yeah. So, yeah. I feel like Absolutely. it works. That's, you know, the sequel, I think, was pretty much as good as the first they were both excellent movies and deserve the awards they got and the recognition that the actors got so and we don't know whether or not that movie takes place in halloween or not i doubt in the state of the world they're gonna be like i think happy halloween (laughs) i can't remember i i thought there there was a lot of leaves so it must have been in the fall time period because they were crunching and they had to yeah they had to have the sand for that reason so if it had been summer they wouldn't have had all those leaves so yeah must have been fall time period so yeah just an excellent version of a horror movie in my mind this is you know i have a certain taste in horror movies and just straight up stuff like halloween and stuff like uh friday friday 13th those kind of movies just don't really do it for me. I know there's a lot of horror movies that I haven't mentioned and Jordan and I haven't mentioned. It's just, this is our list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's just those movies, you know, the, the 
the Exorcist and stuff like that. Th- those are great movies, and they, they, you know they have they have a place, but they're just not a place in my home, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so something like A Quiet Place to me, I just love the way it's done. It's 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 in the same way of Signs, where it's like there's so many innuendos and tension, and you know, without showing the aliens. I mean, they spoiler alert. They do show the aliens, <laughs> but they <laughs> yes. go so long without, and there's yeah. That's part of the fear, though. I, I yeah, I just remembered the sixth sense. <laughs> That's probably M Night Shyamalan's best movie. That movie was yeah, incredible. Sixth sense is amazing. <laughs> I just remember that, and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think science was better than that. Movie. <laughs> but his second best movie. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, a quiet place. That's <laughs> really good too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a sixth sense. Honestly, it should be on this list. It, Absolutely, it's right. It's right up there. You know? New England. <laughs> I think I don't know. I, yeah. I think so. Right. It seems seems right. <laughs> and uh, Shaun of the Dead. Right. I mean, they relate. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched Sixth Sense, don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so getting more into like, I don't know if you wanted me to keep going or if you wanted to go. Um, getting more into like Halloween, Halloween movies. Sleepy Hollow is one that I've always enjoyed. And that's kind of a, uh-oh, Jordan's gasping. I forgot about Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. This is really good. Um, yeah, it's it's one that I don't know that everyone's kind of agreed that it's a great movie. But it doesn't matter. I I love Johnny Depp in this character. I think he is so good as Ichabod Crane. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't like it. I I, I don't know. But his like mannerisms and just the things that make Johnny Depp Johnny Depp, I just find they work so good in this horror setting. It's just, yeah, it's so good. Christina Ricci is, of course, in it. Yeah, they just work so well. It's just great. It's just great. Every time I go back and watch it, I'm like, I forgot how good this movie was. Right. Yeah. It's one of the first like horror-ish movies I've ever saw when I was a little kid. And yeah. it scared 99. crap out of me. Oh, Christopher Walken. my God. <laughs> That's the Headless Horseman. But I loved it. I loved it. I remember seeing it and being like, oh, but, but like being like, I loved yeah. that. That was so cool. That freaking movie. It looks really good. It has such a yeah. style to it too. Like the color grading that they've done is just really unique. It's it doesn't look good, but it has a unique like like it looks good in a in a style sense. It's appealing. It's not like, yeah. It's not like what we were talking about with like the Rings of Power where it's like this looks incredible. But uh yeah, Sleepy Hollow has such a a style, such a point of view in the way the uh, the film is like <laughs> color graded or whatever they do filter they put over it but yeah so good it's to me it's like the when i think halloween movies i think sleepy hollow gosh yeah the pumpkin throwing that flaming pumpkin oh man yeah it looks so good for the time too i mean this is 99 so shout out to uh shout out to the disney um short i guess you could say short of the ichabod crane or whatever and that's Mm. There's a lot of effing around in that movie uh, before they actually get to the headless horseman stuff, but still, yeah, good, same kind of thing. Good aesthetic. It won uh, a uh, it won the Oscar for best art direction, so I guess they oh, the shoot. Academy agreed with my opinion. I 
think they do. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm down to my last two. Okay. You wanna you wanna give some before I give my last two? Yeah, I'll, I'll give a few. Um, one I forgot about in the family section. Adam's Family, both those movies, Adam's Family and yeah. Adam's Family Values. I love them. I love them. I think they're hilarious. I love them growing up. I love them now. I still think they're hilarious. And obviously, it's got Halloween written all over it. And it, I forgot about it. But yeah, that. Um, one that, like, to me, I, I don't know if it's based in Halloween. It, it really could be. But it's a horror movie that I think was so hype at the time. And so kitsch at the time, I think people have kind of mellowed out on it to the point where people don't we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's there's something really great about it. I'm talking about the the original uh, Blair Witch Project that like I kind of recently came around mm-hmm. to that movie to where I was like, mm-hmm. this movie's amazing. Like, I think to like what it does. Let me be clear. Nothing happens in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't a movie full of jump scares or monsters popping in front of your faces or people getting killed before your eyes. There's like none of that kind of stuff. It's all about atmosphere and putting you in the situation, putting you in the place. Mm-hmm. And what is the place? Late 90s, middle of the woods. It really just makes me think of fall Halloween, just in the woods with yeah. all those freaking leaves. Everyone's kind of dressed in flannel. <laughs> <laughs> with little beanies or whatever. I would say it's like the epitome of, right. of a Halloween movie. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. It, it, the movie's scary, though, even though it doesn't have jump scares. Just because, like, just subtle things, little tiny things, like the anticipation, yeah. the things you don't see. And the beginning of the movie is the, probably one of the scariest mm-hmm. parts where they're going to the town and talking to the people in the town, like asking them like about that. And they kind of give their accounts of what they hear, what they've heard of in the past. Like, Oh, I heard, you know, back in 1800, some, someone saw a hand pull a girl into the river, stuff like that. And it's like, that's scary. I'm not even seeing anything, but that's scary. And so it's like one of those really minimalistic horror movies where you don't really see anything. It's just scary. I think one thing you do have to get past, though, in the movies, oh, it's the same thing I kind of talk about when we talked about the bear. It kind of puts you on edge because a lot of people just scream, screaming at each other for like a long time. Yep. But it like kind of yep. it winds the tension a little bit more just because people screaming at you. It just kind of like gets you in a psychological place where like and like if you li- listen to how like the movie was made, it's crazy how like it was almost like the cast was being pranked almost by the directors. Like they wouldn't really know exactly. There was no script and they wouldn't really know what the next steps were. And they'd like get like random things and walkie talkie. Okay, go there and you're going to have to react mm-hmm. to what you see. And then they'll like yeah. do stuff in the middle of the night and they have to like react to it. <laughs> and it, it, I don't know. I think there's like, of course it was like, it wasn't the first found footage, but it like kind of pioneered it and, popularized it and i don't think anyone's any of them have done it i don't know i don't know say as well but like blair witch the original the blair witch project so if you haven't seen it and you're like maybe check it out i don't know it's 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 really good um another one that uh i do want to shout out is uh this is just there's a caveat to this one it one and two it it um it's fantastic. 
and honestly, I think like very, it's, it's, we haven't had a horror movie like that in a long time where it had such mainstream appeal. You're talking about the remake. It, the remake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about definitely the remake that came out in uh, 19, uh, 2017, something like that. Um, but it had a mainstream appeal, did really good, still rated R, but like. I mean, the original It was talked about a lot. So it, it really was, was when the book came out. But, and it had a lot of yeah. people know, people had a lot of fear of clowns. And so you, it yeah. was like the poster boy of that, not the movie Fear of Clowns. But <laughs> <laughs> Which I like to bring up. <laughs> that one's for us. Anyways. <laughs> that one's for no one. Yeah, probably not even for us. Um but yeah, I mean, like it is like almost like uh, when it comes to, I don't know, it's so accessible because like it kind of has everything. It's like it's got the scares, it's got the heart, it's got the humor, it's got the lore and the story. It's got the juice. Yep. It's got the juice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it just kind of is a full package, in my opinion, when it comes to a horror movie. I feel like if I had one criticism. It's it's almost like some of the other stuff undercuts the whole, the scary aspect. There's like parts mm-hmm. that are like ah, but like you do feel like some of the warm heartedness kind of undercuts some of the uh, the horror of it. And same thing with the humor. Like sometimes the humor, it's like they almost react too much, like uh, like a real person would be. Like something scary is happening, and like what the f, you know? And it's like <laughs> kind of funny. And so it's like yeah. it undercuts it a little bit, but it makes it more enjoyable too it's fun in, in a way but yeah i got gotta shout out that movie um go ahead i'll, I'll actually um I'll, I'll say i'll have one more left and i'll just go ahead and say this i think like okay. when it comes to mm, i don't know if Oh, yeah, well, the one thing about it that would that I wish there was one thing that would make it more Halloween. The movie takes place during the summer, so uh, it does not have the aesthetic of yeah. Halloween for sure. This movie, the movie takes place right at the beginning of summer vacation. Um, it's a missed I, opportunity. It's a missed opportunity. I wish it took place like in like fall vacay or, or something like that to where it's like yeah. we got the fallen leaves because it's in Maine. It would be great. Oh, <laughs> but, man. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, and lastly, when it comes to, I think this is my last like horror, horror, uh, movie is Scream, the Scream franchise. It's just, it's almost like a love letter to horror. And so it's almost all encapsulating when it comes to watching that. You can kind of just watch that and get your fix because like, it's so referential. What would that be considered? What is it? Thriller horror? Yeah. Would that be what Scream would be? Yeah. It's, it's some of comedy. There's some, there's some of all of that, all right? There's, there's definitely some joking. There's some joking. There's a lot of joking as they go on, <laughs> even more so. There's a, a lot, lot of, of joking. A lot of silliness, <laughs> especially in, like, Scream 3, where you got, like, Parker Posey, like, hamming it up. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of But great. honestly, if you think on back, well, there's, like, serious horror, like, Stuff like The Exorcism, where it's like, there's really, there's no jokes there's at all. There's not a single like joke. The, the yeah, there's like the comedies like like Friday the 13th, which are definitely horror movies. 
But there's so much silliness in those right. movies too. Oh my god! There's a in one of them. I think I brought this up last Halloween. How there's a a double oh seven gag or like the opening scene <laughs> when when Jason comes back, he does the thing where he walks in front of the <laughs> dumb and turns around and slashes the, the camera. Most outrageous character. So outrageous and more so as it goes on. But yeah, I mean like. Scream, why, why say that? Because it's like all of it, you know, like there's a lot of horror movies, especially in the 80s. Like it's almost like referential to 80s horror where it's like, you know, all that stuff. Because like even it's a Wes Craven, right? There's like a giant Freddy Krueger reference where it's like the janitor. It's like, hey, Fred. And he's like wearing Freddy Krueger's outfit. You know, there's a lot of referential like horror stuff and you got freaking Jamie Kennedy in the movie, cracking yeah. wise all the time yeah. about horror rules. It's <laughs> just a lot of fun. You're right. Like, what is it? Like, it, there's yeah. a bit of, you know, there's a bit of horror for sure, but there's a bit of thriller and there's a mystery yeah. aspect. There's a whodunit, right? Yeah. And definitely he's got but some jokes. Definitely comedy. <laughs> definitely got some jokes. Yeah. Um, But it's fun. A little bit As, like... Uh... I know what you did last summer. A little bit, a little bit yeah. in that same vein. It's that era where it's like the yeah. return of the slasher movie, kind of. But it's in this fun kind of, almost like teen, you know, lightheartedness yeah. kind of way. And then Final Destination was almost like another branch off of that same like group of teens get into yeah. some mischief. Yeah, they're, they're in trouble. By a log truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good one too, um, but yeah, there's something like that's just fun about Scream. Again, I don't think it takes place. I don't think any of them. To my, um, I could be wrong about that. It's I'm been not. A while. There's five of these freaking things, but like, I, I'm not sure any of them take place time. during Halloween. Um, yeah. But still, great to watch around this time. It, yeah. it, it's just like if you're gonna watch. If it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I don't know what horror thing to watch. The Scream franchise is so consistent in my yeah. eyes where it's like all of them are just, yeah, they're good. You're Scream. And so you can't go wrong, in my opinion, when it comes to that, that franchise. <laughs> Do it, Luke. I think I think in the next movie may be the same for both of us. So I have two movies left, and, and this is probably my second favorite movie for this time of the year, and it's The Lost Boys. It's absolutely The Lost Boys. It's so good. Sing it in the dead of night, lost in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of your favorite movies, isn't it? It is. Uh, okay, so I said that, like, you know, I was talking about one of like the earlier horror movies that I saw. This is my the first rated R movie I ever saw, and you know, yeah. this isn't a hard R, really. This is another I mean, Joel Schumacher, Joel same Schumacher. as the uh, same as a uh, Saint Elmo's Fire. They're basically the same movie. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's one of my faves. Um, it's if you have love for the eighties, it's eighties to the max. Right, you might say mondo eighties. Yep. yep, yep. Like a little too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you? Did you? You see, freaking uh, Corey this was Hames. The next movie. Saint Elmo's Fire was eighty five. Lost Boys was eighty seven. Wow. This is the next movie you made. He's building up to it. <laughs> so you got to see what came before, Jordan. <laughs> right. I got to see the the build up to Lost Boys. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Batman um, Forever, obviously. Um, this kind of has the same thing for me as like it does when it comes to like the, the I the atmosphere. I wouldn't take this away from it though. I, I would not want. It's in Santa Carla, which is Santa Cruz, basically mm-hmm. a fictionalized mm-hmm. version of Santa Cruz, and it's yeah. it's California. It's, yeah, it's funny how like the I always make fun of it when they have like these zoom ins and like kind of creepy music playing. I'm like, oh, so scary! Beautiful California sunset going yeah. onto the boardwalk. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. But... but I think that's what I like about it, though, because same, it's not same. it's not really going for that. It's not like in Salem. It's not like um, Sleepy Hollow, where it's like. We are gonna find the creepiest freaking place, and we're gonna have flaming heads, and flaming pumpkins, and headless horsemen riding around. And there's gonna be these jagged trees that are just sticks, and you know, which is like, okay, this is a scary place. Um, right. But it's like it's it feels more like an adventure. The whole the whole movie really feels like an adventure, and it, and it kind of is. I mean, it kind of they go on a journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think that's one of the things that makes it so cool is because it's this interesting mix of this is a horror this is a vampire movie this is an adventure this is definitely got a lot of suspense to it but then there's also like drama and there's also like this whole um romantic element to it and yeah it's just it's a witch's brew of just beautiful 80s awesomeness for me right (laughs) It's it's like I love the intro. I could do an entire podcast on this freaking movie, but I I love how like yeah. in the intro they're like you know they're looking at where they're going and they're like oh they see the the sign it says welcome Myrtle murder capital of the world or whatever and they go into the montage of you know people are strange when you're a strange and you see all the eighties like weirdos it's like a montage of like mohawks. And just people like with like short freaking sweaty sax player. Oh my god! I still believe. So eighty, and they're loving it, and I I love love it. I love him playing that sax like he's gonna uh, die if he doesn't. It's so great. He's freaking. He has a ponytail. It's he's so freaking ripped. I love Lost Uh, Boy. Really if you, good. Again, this is if you haven't seen it, see it. It's a joy. The movie right is just a joy. Like <laughs> the funny thing is, yeah. it's like I picked a good one. You know, if I for my first like R-rated movie, like I picked a good one because like it, it's yeah. only R-rated by like a few degrees. You know. Yeah. Um, and like take a few things away from it, it becomes a indecipherable from like a monster squad or something like that except it's way better than one freaking monster squad but yeah one of my favorites definitely my favorite like halloween movie it is not streaming anywhere according to imdb unfortunately send me a message i'll see showtime so i guess there's some places it's airing (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah which is really cool absolutely like some re re replaying so what's your last one, Jordan? That was it, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm, it no, was. I'm very happy to share that with you. Yeah. <laughs> so my final one, and it's right there with the Lost Boys, so good. But the Frighteners. Jordan showed me this movie years back, 
and I fell in love. There's just there's nothing more fall in my mind than the Frighteners. It takes place what in Maine, New England, somewhere up in there. Halloween Town, basically, is what I think it's Maine. I think it's Maine. I want to say it's Maine. Um, maybe upstate New York. It's all the same up in that area, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's offended who listens to us up there. But uh, what are you talking it's so about? Good. It's kind of a it's kind of an unknown movie. Um, yeah, that I, I just don't think a lot of people have heard of. But Michael J. Fox is obviously in it. Um, uh, let's see if you recognize any of these other names. Jake Jake Busey. He was he was huge in the eighties. Um, but it's a Peter Jackson <laughs> directed movie, <laughs> which is one of those little known Peter Jackson movies. Um, but it's so good. It's about this investigator, private investigator that can talk to ghosts and there's a whole like murder mystery that, that gets solved and the whole town is involved and there's a whole cast and there's the mayor and <laughs> all these neighbors and stuff that are involved. And the, the, the whole like opening few scenes like show like the countryside and the fall, fall leaves. And it's just feels so New England and so like oh yes the crisp air you can just mm-hmm. feel it watching this movie and then and then it's it's a genuine you know a horror thriller whatever you want to call it 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 gets into some serious you know horror elements but uh but it does it in a light light way it I, I can't believe this is R rated honestly I, I'm kind of surprised but uh right a lot of the violence that are that is there is like a little bit more cartoonish yeah, like the, yeah. cartoonish violence but i think the subject matter I think there might have well. been some language maybe um i think like a lot of the violence isn't really shown as much but what is implied is insanely like like because when they sh- go back and they show like what they did yeah. like the murders yeah it's like okay that's really intense but it's not like you're seeing it as like vividly as yeah. you could it's like but yeah. the implication is very scary very uh very rated r <laughs> so yeah i i love this movie it's just it's wonderful <laughs> yeah it's one of those movies that's kind of a little bit lost to time unfortunately but uh it's on peacock with a subscription so there's that way to watch it i think i ended up buying this on itunes just so i would have a way of watching it forever um, but yeah, if you can get your hands on it, if you have a Peacock subscription, if you know me, <laughs> I'll let you log into my iTunes. And watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you don't know Luke, um, no. this as well as <laughs> I think something I watched when I was quite a bit younger. I remember like, I think it was on HBO or something and I'm really like, what is this? Am I scared? Yeah. It was like at the beginning we're like, am I scared? Someone yeah. Or it's like one of the first like it opens with like a horror scene and then like you get Michael J. Fox. I'm like, oh, I know Michael J. Fox, you know, like, it, yeah. like in Back to the Future. Yep. And then like he got this friend ghost and it like made me feel a little bit better. So I I felt like I could get yep. through a lot of the scary stuff. This was 96. So it was well after the Back to the Future stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that movie is a hoot and a half. It's a lot of fun. And it's it just, is. It's everything you say it is. Um, Luke. There's a lot of good characters in it. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. That one's so great. Do I have that? Pull out. Sorry. I, every year, what I do during Christmas and Halloween is I'll go to, like, my movie collection and I'll, like, kind of nudge out, like, pull out 
the ha- either Halloween ones and in Christmas, <laughs> like the Christmas ones. So we don't have to you know, figure it out. But man, again, like we talked about this a little bit, but it's so scattershot when it comes to Halloween. You have so many options, so many things you can watch. And I, I kind of wanted to give yeah. a shout out to these movies too. Like if, if like, you're, I don't know if you're, I, I have like a, a fleeting interest in this kind of stuff. Like check out some of the classics. And when I mean classics, I mean freaking classics. Check, check out these universal ones, the black and white movies. I mean, you're not going to find them really scary or anything, but it's interesting. Like, this was the beginning. You're almost feeling like you're going into, like, a history book watching Dracula or watching the uh, original, like, Boris Karloff Frankenstein. All these movies are on Peacock and also on Tubi if you want to watch it for free and you don't have Peacock, Mm -hmm. which is funny. Like, Tubi, (laughs) I don't know if I've talked a lot about Tubi, but Tubi I love. You know, where I did talk about Tubi because I watched uh, <laughs> Kid in Aladdin's Palace on Tubi. Yep. Yep. There's so much random stuff on Tubi. Some gems and just some turds. It's just <laughs> you never know what you'll find. It's like you're going treasure hunting. It's great. One just silly one I was looking through here that I, I don't know. it. They're monsters, so I'm going to throw it in here. It's Tremors with Kevin Bacon. Heck yeah. It's just... It's such a silly movie, but it's it's great. It's a great Kevin Bacon movie, and yeah, there's monsters in there, so whatever. <laughs> it's I mean, in like Arizona or somewhere, so it's not at all <laughs> the element we're talking about. But but like that would be a movie I'd pull out. Like if I ha- I unfortunately don't yeah. have that, but if I did, I'd nudge it out because I'm like this is a monster movie. Like I think like those. Those are it. Like, is there something supernatural going on? Is it scary? Is there a monster? Or something like that. Like, I wouldn't nudge out those movies, you know? They'd be like, so, yeah, Monster, absolutely. It's time for Tremors. Yeah. Kevin Bacon and, uh, was it Fred Ward? Is the other guy? It's like the cowboy guy. They're just, they're great. They're so great together. Oh, absolutely. I'm trying to find, yeah, Fred Ward, yeah. They're, they're, um, they're so good. <laughs> it's funny as that franchise went on. Reba McIntyre, I forgot she was in it. <laughs> oh yeah, Reba McIntyre and that other guy. Like I forget what the other guy's name is. The one who has Michael all the guns. Gross. Yeah, I think it's Michael Gross. And he his became wife. like the face of the franchise because he was in like all the like all, so many of the sequels, like so many of them. So it became like yeah. his thing. Um. I, I forgot about this when I did. Oh bring no no it up. yeah I know who you're talking about yeah yeah I I got the wrong person but yeah yeah the guy with the mustache <laughs> yeah the guy with the mustache um I wanted to bring this up because um yeah these are good ones you can watch too um one of because uh, uh, it made me think about it when I was talking about Dracula and Frankenstein like the Mummy and Invisible Man and all that stuff but freaking Young Frankenstein is a great yeah. A plus comedy you can watch around this time. Super I think Halloween. It got nominated got... for an Oscar too. Really, it's it freaking did. hilarious. Mel Brooks it's a celebrated classic. Movie for sure. Oh my god, it's so freaking funny. Gene Wilder is just insane in that movie, and I, I he's just so freaking funny. He's screaming so much of the time. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> It's fantastic. Yeah, that that's one I saw on the list, but I'm like, I haven't seen it in so long. But I remember it was good, but I just don't remember enough. But yeah, Mel Brooks. God. 
It's one of those classic Mel Brooks. Yeah. And also Dracula Dead and Loving It. He had to do another one, but obviously Dracula Dead and Loving It with Leslie Nielsen isn't nearly as good as <laughs> Young Frankenstein, even though I do like Dracula Dead and Loving It. <laughs> yeah. Gene Wilder was a gift to humanity. <sighs> he did so uh, many great kiss. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to bring up while we're just kind of here at the end bringing things to, to mind? Oh, I don't know, man. Just curl up with the kids, watch some of these great fall movies, and enjoy this absolutely amazing time of the year. And just, oh, I love this time of year. I, I, I honestly like this time almost better than Christmas because once it's Christmas time, it's like about to end, and then oh, it's gonna be freaking yeah. January, and then we have to start this whole crap over again. Well, you're right. You're right. But this is like the beginning, like, right? Yeah, it's like the excitement of Thanksgiving's coming, Christmas is coming, um, the shopping season's coming, and the time when you can go up north and be in the snow, and it's just, it's wonderful. I just, I'm, I'm, it just, it brings so much warmth to my heart this time of year, and just hold everyone close and appreciate this time together. Yep. Yeah. And uh, there's something I like doing. I like uh, on Saturday mornings around this time, I'll put on a brew of uh, this pumpkin spice coffee and just have it fill the house and just like maybe open a door and not to the drink porch. it <laughs> just just so I can smell and it pour it all down the drain <laughs> you know <laughs> we, it we in. do that with apple cider we, we warm up apple cider and you put the the spice pack in there with it yeah it's really good it's so that it, as you say it's that time of the year it's funny it's like stuff like August. Like, ah, the smells and scents of August. No. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't any of that. Yep. It's just another month where it's hot. Hot garbage. <laughs> hot garbage. Uh, but anyways, yeah, having a great time. Get out to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the season with us. 